0: Wow.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Maureen. Since you're a turkey and this is not our normal week, let's not talk about Trump. It'll be a special says-who Thanksgiving cast. (laughs) I don't know what that was.
2: I don't, look, you get what you pay for.
1: Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast.
2: It's a Thanksgiving episode. I'm Maureen Johnson.
1: And I'm Dan Sinker. And whoo! Maureen, I am excited. Everyone, we are not talking about Donald Trump this week. Not at all. Not, not all. at all. That. Nope. He who shall not be named. Because this week is Thanksgiving week. It is. And we thought we'd do something new. Yeah. Something special. Something special. Just for you. Just
2: for you. Because we're thankful for you.
1: We are thankful for you. We are. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. It's been a 37 episodes of thanks.
2: And uh we're just going to talk. Well, first of all, it's, uh I think you have some people over Dan. and we're recording this on Tuesday.
1: It's true. And uh I have a, I have a house full of people. We've gone from a we've gone from a house that is recovering from surgery to a house that is full of people helping people recover from surgery. Um so yeah, if you hear clonking you know, on this recording, it's because there is Basically nowhere in my very small house for all of the people that are currently in my house to hide while I record. I had to kick four people out of the basement just to get here with you, Maureen.
2: Out of the basement. All of
1: you out. The artist is at work.
2: Yeah, I don't have that problem. We are having a... Really low because we can't travel this year because of Zelda's Zelda's chemo schedule and my book schedule, which means that and I live with an English person who doesn't care about Thanksgiving. He doesn't
1: give a fuck.
2: Yeah, like so we're not going to his family doesn't do it. And so we are having it here and he is cooking it because I am writing. Nice. So so we are having a <laughs> we're having veggie roast and roast potatoes, and Brussels sprouts, and a bunch of other English stuff, like bread sauce.
1: <laughs> a bread sauce that you pour into a bread that you call a pudding?
2: This, it, English people always have bread sauce with their roast. You know,
1: nothing beats a good it's bread like, sauce, Maureen.
2: Have you ever had it? No. It's, it's sauce made of bread. It's sauce made That's, out of bread.
1: It's what it said on the box.
2: It's, it's like bread soup.
1: Mmm, bread soup.
2: You'd probably like it. It's just it's like it's like bread, but you could drink it if you needed to.
1: That I thought that was what beer is. Are you sure it's not beer?
2: It's not beer. It is thicker mm, than beer. Thick beer. Real bready.
1: Ah, uh, I am making Thanksgiving tacos, Maureen, for Thanksgiving this uh, year.
2: Holy shit, Dad! You. You live life to the max
1: I do pedal to the metal Maureen yeah uh turkey turkey gra- uh, like a ground turkey base uh got a I'm making a making a, a sweet potato apple hash that goes in it and uh cranberry salsa I actually literally just finished stirring up the cranberry salsa right now so it has Man. a couple days to chill out I'm pretty you know what Dan? I'm pretty excited.
2: 2018, I feel like this year has been real scrappy. Like, like again, like we're doing Thanksgiving kind of half-assed because stuff came up. And yep. I feel like the biggest loser, like, ever, like nobody does a, th- a half-assed Thanksgiving. Like everybody does something awesome. But I also don't like Thanksgiving was, food. And yeah. I find, yeah, I'm not a Thanksgiving
1: person. I was going to say, I think that we are probably in the minority of our listenership. N- neither of us think particularly highly of Thanksgiving.
2: Oh, Oh, you don't really like it either? No.
1: No. Uh, A number of years ago, uh, we decided, you know what? Let's just not. Like, let's do things for Thanksgiving. Uh, And then when, like, so we kind of went on trips and things like that. And then uh, for a little while, we celebrated what we called Thanksgiving, where we would get new board games and play them on Thanksgiving Day. Okay,
2: that's, that's awesome.
1: And, uh... And yeah, like like I've said on this this before, we were going to be at Walt Disney World for Thanksgiving this year, uh, until cancer came up. So uh, we've called an audible. We have some family in town, and we're eating tacos, and and we'll probably play some games.
2: So in different ways, cancer borked both of our Thanksgivings.
1: It's true, it is true. God damn it, it's true.
2: Yours in a in a truly dramatic way, but with a you know, really positive kind of positive outcome.
1: Yep. Yeah. We're looking, uh, like, you know, there's, there's going to be some, some additional treatment, but she is cancer free and uh, feeling better every day. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, we were really pretty prepared for a full crash landing and we, that plane landed, like landed on the Hudson or whatever, but, but it landed. We all got out. We got to, slide down the yellow ramp thing, a little blow-up ramp.
2: I'm thankful for that. Yeah. That is some thankfulness. And you're going to have some motherfucking delicious tacos.
1: We are going to have delicious tacos.
2: And we're going to have delicious, honestly, this veggie roast that we get is, it's really good. And uh, I have to say that English roast potatoes, I'm not a big mashed potato fan, but English roast potatoes those things are good. You know, like, English,
1: they're real crunchy. I feel like English food gets a very bad rap because I like English food a lot.
2: I I think it used to be, it used to be terrible, and they've improved it. Like so many, like there have been so many kind of culinary leaps and bounds. Like English food is really good, now. Yeah, it's super good. I
1: I, I it's find, just delicious. You know, walk into any random pub in the middle of nowhere and get a plowman's lunch, and you are living your life to the fullest.
2: You sure are. Yeah, I think that you, you're right on. Create a new Thanksgiving tradition. Like, uh, like for example, I'd like to spend a day riding one of those lazy river rides. Ooh. Just in a tube, just going around.
1: I rode one of those this summer. I got so sunburned, Maureen. Listen, I there, did, we can I work did a, that. I did a couple of laps on that thing, and I was like a lobster floating around.
2: You, I get one of those, you could just leave me there, I'll sleep in it. Like, I'll just keep going around all night. Just, that's...
1: You know, one time uh, we did a sleepover at the Science Museum here, but I would be 100% here for a sleepover in a water park where you could sleep in that thing. That would be amazing.
2: See, let's, let's just create next year. What I was about to say, you know, this year's been two, like, too much of a bummer we we again we must wage war in 2017 let's live 2018 to the max I like to it to the max
1: I like it that's, that's a good yeah. slogan for 2018 to the max to the max
2: Live it love it do all the cool stuff yep that's that's sort of my Thanksgiving promise to myself is like do holidays better more celebrations to the max
1: I like it I like it. Yeah.
2: Join us. Cuz you know what? Fuck 2017, Dan.
1: Trash year. Most trash year.
2: It tried.
1: It didn't it even tried. try. Tried to kill us I... all. Well, yeah. didn't try. It did not try to be a good year. It's not over yet, Dan. Don't make it mad. Doesn't even get a participant trophy for the year.
2: We're going to be so to the max in 2018. It's going to be great.
1: It is going to be great.
2: But 2017, okay, you're, you may be listening to this on Thanksgiving Sisuvians and you're like, look, some of you, here's what we're, here's what we're thinking, you guys. Some of you are trapped at tables right now with relatives who are talking about you know who. It's true. You have earbuds
1: on right now. You're hiding them. You've got one hand over one ear, kind of leaning, listening to us while you kind of, gnaw on a dry piece of turkey
0: yeah
2: you're in the car you've got your headphones one of you one of you will be in a car going to thanksgiving going oh my god oh my god and we may be talking directly to you right now you got this don't worry we're here that's why we made this episode exactly. because this of all the awkward thanksgiving years dad i think this is going to be the king
1: oh yeah oh like, yeah
2: I I can't even fathom some of the conversations that are going to go on at the Thanksgiving table this year. If Thanksgiving is where shit gets real. And um I I can't I can't imagine it. In many ways, yeah, I am um, I had to take a deep breath there just thinking about it. Yep. I I've been at some of those table discussions and it is crunchy. Um so we're thinking of you.
1: We are. And we are offering you an escape. escape. Yep. We are offering you a way out. We are offering you a place that you can go where you can just spend a few hours planting corn, milking a cow, maybe making a relationship happen with a surly teen,
2: getting rocks. Making
1: mayonnaise. Says Whovians, we are offering you a trip. Round trip trip. Round trip trip. Is that what you say? A round I'm trip. I'm going on a round trip trip. No, just it's one. You only say trip once, right?
2: We're going on a trip. We're
1: going on a trip. Well, we, Who cares if it's round? We can offer a round... Triangular
2: shaped trip. Look, I don't even think they have to come back. You can stay there
1: if you want. One One way ticket. To Stardew Valley.
2: You're never coming back.
1: Uh, folks, we, we're going to get into a whole bunch more on this, but the video game Stardew Valley is your way out of your family Thanksgiving and into a world that is wonderful. So last week we had Helen Rosner, the former executive editor of Eater and all-around amazing and wonderful human being, Uh to join us to talk about He Who Shall Not Be Named and food. Uh, However, we kept her along for a little longer because she is also a citizen of Stardew Valley and we went deep into talking about the game, what it means, why it has found us at the times that it's found us, how it is a wonderful way to cope in times of stress and also to get lots of tips because she is really good at that game.
2: I mean, frighteningly good
1: amazingly good
2: upsettingly good
1: ah we're back with helen again hi hi helen i'm so excited to talk about stuff today uh last episode we talked a lot about trump and food and trump and poop and we are not going to talk about any of those things today We're going to talk about food and relationships and uh, mining and building out farming empires in the lovely world of Stardew Valley.
0: (sighs) Hell yeah. That's where I I spend all my time.
2: To anyone who does not know what Stardew Valley is, this is going to be fairly baffling. But if you do know, and if you don't, you by definitely... It's a a game you can get on Steam, you can get on, I guess, like, Xbox Now and, like, all kinds of stuff.
1: The Nintendo Switch has it.
2: And it is a a game in which you are given a farm by your grandfather who's like, "Um, you must go to the farm in Stardew and take care of it. And you go to the town of Stardew and they're like, hi there, farmer. Here's your farm. Okay, it's kind of run down, but here's some seeds to get you started. And then after that, all the choices of what you do are up to you.
0: It's so and, beautiful.
1: And adi- in addition to building out your farm, you be- you get to know the residents of Stardew Valley. And the more you get to know them, the kind of deeper you understand their uh, their motivations and life. And uh, it is uh, Maureen. So you are actually, I think, the f- the first person other than. Uh, my friend Trin, who does the friendshipping podcast, who was all about Stardew Valley quite a while ago. You were the first person that I have regular contact with uh, to start playing Stardew Valley, and you picked it up shortly after the election. I did and- indeed. Yeah. Uh- and Helen, it seems that you, it, it, based on your tweeting about Stardew Valley, it seems like you went deep into Stardew Valley when you left your job at Eater and kind of are were in a transition point.
0: Yeah, I, I gave myself a month of vacation time and pretty much played like 100 hours of Stardew Valley in that time.
1: Yeah. And and I and my family, my wife and my son and me, are all playing individual games of Stardew Valley now. And we started uh, right after my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, and we were like, we need to do something to get out of the world. Um, and it is interesting to me because, man, it works, <laughs> right? Like, there's nothing more calming to me than spending like an hour doing hard labor milking fucking cows in stardew valley <laughs>
2: well we'll get to that i mean i think you're doing a little too much work there
0: dan but uh what what year
2: oh, are you, d- do, what do you optimize
0: oh my god yeah no, we should sorry but
1: i'm in i'm what in y- year three
0: i'm also in year three for what it's worth i'm i'm currently in the winter of my third year
2: you're gonna be very deep in
1: i'm in fall year three because
0: i had st- i stopped
2: playing about four or five
0: months ago so
2: i'm i'm pulling on my memory i believe i was in the start of year four
0: how much are we assuming that that the people listening to us talk about stardew valley have ever played this game
1: i think that we probably should back up as much (laughs) as we can
0: (laughs) can i can i talk about my favorite part of stardew valley yes um so as you mentioned the premise of this game is that your grandfather has left you a farm but that The specific way in which the farm comes to you in the opening cutscenes of this game are so, like, too real. So, like, the whole game is very 8-bit, the animation is super lo-fi, and it opens with your grandfather literally dying in a bed and handing you an envelope and saying, when you've decided your life sucks too much that you can't go on, open this envelope, but not until then. And then it cuts to you in your cubicle at the huge corporation where you work and like your depression is visible on your face and you like slowly reach for the drawer where you keep the envelope from your grandfather, where he was like, only open this if you feel like life is so garbage that you can't move on. And then you open it and he's like, surprise, you have a farm. And like that just felt so real to me. I loved it. I love that the premise here is not just like you grew up on a farm, but like you had a soul sucking corporate job. And now you're going to go like live every like hipster agrarian fantasy and open a farm in a beautiful remote town.
2: Yeah, you're going to be some dumb fuck who makes cheese and orange wine. And that is me. And we all came to it. I came to it after the election. You stop you left your job and you were playing it. Your wife had a terrible diagnosis. You started playing it. You come to Stardew when you need Stardew. It's
0: Just true. like the grandfather said. You Whoa. open Stardew when your life is like in need of something to take you away. Yeah. And that's what happens. And
1: it does.
0: It totally does. I also feel like there's like so start, I mean, the gameplay itself is like pretty quotidian. You can do whatever you want. Like you can dig a farm, you can go mining for ores in the mines, you can go fishing, and like there's no real structure, though there are little quests and like things that you can do if you want to do them. But I do feel like there is a mystery, like yeah, that has doesn't seem like it has any intention of revealing itself. But there there have been moments where characters have talked about how like so there are these sort of town-wide events that happen a couple times per season where you kind of all come together and every character like all the npcs have like predetermined dialogue and you talk to them and they're like oh yeah it's this weird star that's only visible from our valley and isn't visible anywhere else in the world and like what is that like there's there's a mystery in stardew valley and i i don't know how to get there
1: well and there are there are like these little bear altars all over the place or little mouse altars or something that I have still, I may, don't spoil it if you have figured them out, but I have not unlocked a single thing that begins to get me there.
2: Just to list the things in the town. So there's your farm, which is off to the far side. Next to you on your, the very far left is a fucking wizard. Okay. So that's just something to bear in mind. And he's got an enchanted forest. To ru- so that's guy. And he, if you go to see him, he'll give you LSD, and then you'll see visions. Now, then, if you turn directly to the, if you go directly south, there is a someone who sells animals and animal supplies. Uh, if you come out of your house and you just turn to the right, you will go into town, and the town contains a shop, a doctor who suffers from depression. By the way, he's always very. No one's coming to me. I'm so sad. I'll be alone forever he's he's a rough ride um but I think there's a he's reaching out for help in ways um that you know pay attention to him There is a broke down community center which is filled with monsters but nice monsters there's a bar uh that you get your food from and there is a then you keep walking and there's things like a blacksmith shop and if you go down there's a beach and throughout there are these little little shrines kind of in the bushes and then there's some other areas you'll find uh, if you can open up uh some bridges or or get to some there are some other places to go like at, for one point you'll you'll discover there's a town spa and that you can get all of your energy back if you take a nice swim
1: uh i love that little thing where you walk underneath the wood and suddenly you're in your underpants yeah it's one of my favorite parts
2: so uh, I have a sort of operating theory because I played it and it took me two and a half years that before I realized you were supposed to even be nice to the people in the town. Um, like I didn't notice their birthdays or anything like that for a long time.
0: Oh yeah, because you're supposed to befriend people and like eventually fall in love with one and marry one. Are you guys married in the game? No, because I didn't talk I'm to anybody. Not. What? I have, I'm married I have, and I have I a have, kid. What? Oh, you,
1: you did get married? Oh, I have three bouquets. I'm at 10 hearts and with bouquets with three people. But the more I get to know them, the more I'm okay being single.
0: Oh, no. I'm I'm married and I have a baby. Who
1: did you Jesus. marry? I need to know.
0: I married Abigail. So this is the other great thing, oh. too, is that, like, so they're all the characters in the town. And about a dozen of them are, like, identified as single. And you can fall in love with them, and it doesn't matter what gender you are or what gender they are. So I play as a a woman farmer, and I'm married to Abigail, the daughter of the shopkeeper, who, spoiler alert, may in fact be the daughter of the wizard. There are a lot of things that imply that she might be of... Shut up! Esoteric, uncanny, magical parentage. But like when I asked her to be my girlfriend, her character's dialogue was like, Of course I will. I really like you. I'm so glad you can tell that I really like you. And then she pauses and then she says, I didn't realize I liked girls until you came along. Like she acknowledges that it's the same sex. It's really beautiful. It's like very lovely. That's amazing. And now we have a baby and we adopted her. Oh my
2: God. Oh, Helen, you're killing me. You see, this makes me feel like I've lived my life all wrong. I didn't know I was supposed to talk to them. So I started. So the first one, I was like, oh shit, I got to talk to them. So I started talking to the bus driver who her name is Pam Pam, and she has a drinking problem because. She totally does. She really does. She She only. She's like, hey, could you bring me a beer? And I'm like, I was like, Pam, should I be bringing you beers? But okay. Like if you give her a beer, she gives you recipes. And so. I had to keep bringing her beer, but I was very concerned about her driving because I'm always going to the fucking desert in her bus. But I know she's drunk. So that's a whole thing. Um, So I didn't talk to enough of them. I really devoted the majority of my time to making um mayonnaise and jam. And huh. um, then wine. Uh, I have...
0: Do you make regular mayonnaise, duck mayonnaise, or void mayonnaise?
1: I make them all. I'm in the... I'm in the duck mayonnaise and void mayonnaise business myself
0: same there's there's not enough money in regular mayonnaise. I love the void chicken. This is like because I suddenly this like magical black egg shows up and it's a void chicken, and it's never explained.
2: yeah, you just make like weird it's not even evil mayonnaise, but it's like some sort of weird magic mayonnaise.
1: I the, I don't totally understand the point of void mayonnaise because it seems to be inevitable and everybody hates it if you gift it to them, but you get a lot of money for it.
0: So it turns out you need the void mayonnaise, Dan. Don't oh, don't get rid of all wait, of it.
1: Why? Oh,
0: I I don't want to ruin it for you, but there will come a time when the void mayonnaise's purpose is revealed. What?
2: I make shit tons of void mayonnaise. What the fuck
0: is it for? This is we, I'm confused about how you folks have made
1: it this far. This is actually the thing that I love about this game, because we are, I am playing it, my wife is playing it, and my son is playing it, and it is not a multiplayer game, so we are all playing single-player installs of the game, and my wife and I are a little further than him, but, like, everyone is playing it completely differently, everyone knows different stuff about what's happening in the game, because it is incredibly open-ended, right? Like, and... It's I don't even understand if there is an end to this game or what what that goal is. But like it it, like that is the thing that's super interesting to me is like, you know, I can be sitting right next to Janice and she'll be playing and I'll be like, what is going on on your farm? And she's like, I don't know. Don't you have that? And it's like, oh, whoa, this is a very smart game.
0: It is. It is a, a really There's secrets. There's so many storylines. And there are these cutscenes that happen that sort of trigger quests that are triggered by you having a certain relationship with a character and then being in, like, the right place at the right time of day. Like, I am not above admitting that I have definitely looked up a lot on StardewWiki.com about, like, where do I find Abigail, who I am courting and pursuing? And it turns out that, like, if I want to have the next love interaction with her i have to be near a certain river on a rainy day in fall or spring jesus helen after 9 p.m my god so it's like really intense i i I, I didn't even talk to these fuckos for two years i had two
2: loves basically breaking rocks making mayonnaise And, and so i spent a lot of time on my own doing like weird obsessive repetitive things like breaking rocks and making mayonnaise and Working in my creepy cellar where I put up endless barrels, where I make wines out of things that shouldn't have wines made out of them. Um, and more than once, I've tried to make mayonnaise wine. No one wants it. It doesn't work. But I just obsessively do my own little weird agenda. Like, I like to grow grass sometimes and I get a little obsessive. I'm like, I'm just going to grow fuck tons of grass. And then everything is covered in grass and I just go and buy more grass. I just do what I like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting really into like flowers, yeah. like growing fields of flowers. Yeah. And then having, I love that the, the game calls them bee houses. I love that. like And getting a whole bunch of bee houses and setting them up and then having like a honey situation going on. And then you can harvest the flowers. And sometimes you can cook with them. Like you can cook with the poppies.
2: Yeah, I forget what you make with the it's poppies, but there is something. I can't fish for shit.
1: I can't fish for shit. My son is a really good fisher, but uh, I cannot fish at all.
0: Well, how are you doing with the bundles? So, there's a, in the town of Stardew Valley, there's a community center, which is this dilapidated community center, like Maureen mentioned. And then you can restore the community center by basically bringing objects to these weird, magical little creatures that are like sort of happy little forest mm-hmm. blobs. Um, And if you bring them one of every single one of the things that they want you to bring, they restore the community center. And part of that involves bringing them like a certain set of fish. Yeah, I'm
2: like all about I've done like basically the fish are the thing keeping me from greatness. Like I because I can't fish, I can't unlock the secrets and I can't make these little blobs happy. I got all the other shit they wanted. I got the weird feather. Yeah, I'm I'm very
1: close to. Very close to all the bundles other than fish.
2: Sometimes I try to, to buy, buy shit from the the weird peddler, the old dope peddler that appears by the man. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So it's like a weird, I think he's an elephant, I can't remember, that he's like a purple... It's
0: like a cart that's pulled by a pig. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, if you go there, and he'll sell you... Th- Though I'm interesting that your brain processed that as a large purple elephant. That's in my
2: memory. It's a large purple elephant that appears and it's the old, it's the, the, the weird peddler who's like, I have a puffer fish, a hat, a bucket of flowers, and a sushi roll. And like, he charges exorbitant rates. But if you're rich like me, you can buy what you like. But it's always puffer fish. I mean.
0: But this is like, this is the mystery, right? Is like, he talks about the fact that like. I thought it was a woman, but, like, who knows? Gender in Stardew Valley is extremely fluid. Like, is, if, you, if you sort of talk to them, they'll be like, yeah, I got these from the Gotoro Empire. That's why they're so expensive. And then in year two, a new character is introduced to the game, this guy Kent. Shows up in town, and Kent is Jody's husband, and it turns out that he was away in the military fighting the war against the Gotoro Empire, and he has like serious PTSD, and his marriage with Jody is really strained because he's having a hard time reintegrating, and like he doesn't feel like he knows his son at all, and like what the fuck is up with the Gotoro what? Empire?
2: What the fuck is this? Who is Kent? What
1: Jody's is husband. For?
2: I just buy puffer fish and sell mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean, I these people have stories.
1: This is oh yeah. So if you You gotta talk to people, man. yeah, you do and you do unlock really weird shit. Have you uh, have you had either of the cutscenes with Emily?
0: uh I have had the one with the bird.
1: Oh okay, yeah, there are actually are multiple. There's the one with the bird. Oh later on she invites you into her bedroom where she says, I want to show you something, but it's only for you. And uh she then brings out a boombox and proceeds to do a crazy dance and the whole screen goes nutty like it did when you were hanging out with the wizard. It's-
2: I'm gonna have a stroke. I I all I get like
1: And later on I feel uh, maybe I'm ruining everything. Later on you have an amazing moment with her where she debuts a uh her passion project which she calls fashion therapy. Are
0: you kidding me? What?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The best, this is, this game the is
2: best conversation I've had is. was with Pierre when he's like, do you want a backpack? And I was like, yes. I tried to give Haley a gift Maureen. once, and she was like, I don't want this. And I was
0: like, fuck you, Haley. And then I... Haley Haley's is bitch, the worst. Let's be real. Haley, Haley, Haley is the bitch. worst. Haley is, is a total B. Everyone hates Haley. But, like, the, here here's the thing that made me feel sad and old while I was playing Stardew Valley. So there are all these characters in the town and like they are of varying ages including small children and like an old couple who are super cute and some of the characters are characters you can fall in love with and marry and in the first like Couple a dozen hours that I was playing this game, I hadn't really figured out that there was a tab you could click on to see who was eligible to marry or not. I thought you could literally marry anybody. Like, you could bust up a marriage that already existed. You could, like, go into the old couple and be like, what up, Gerald? I'm taking you away from your wife. And um, so I, like was talking to everybody and i was deciding who i was interested in and i was like clearly drawn to certain characters and not others and it turned out that literally every character i was interested in was not a marriable character because the only people you can marry in the game are the ones that i thought of as the children Mm. like these teens
1: because that's you
0: because that's you and i and I suddenly was just like, oh, my God, I feel crushingly old. Like, can you marry the doctor? You can marry the doctor. And you can marry the doctor. And he was the one that I wound up, like, pursuing a relationship with before I switched course to Abigail, who, it is revealed in the game, is 18. She has just graduated from high school. They, like, talk about it. And I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, my brain, like, even in the game, I am so old. Not okay. It just...
1: It does, broke my heart. Does the doctor ever get l- less mind-crushingly dull?
0: <laughs> when you start falling in love with him, he reveals that his truest interest is model airplanes and, like, trying to talk to pilots so no, on the, the CB radio. No.
1: Okay, that's yeah. kind of awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't believe we're playing the same game. I mean, I...
1: I have I have a lot of questions for you, Helen, about getting married. Do, do they help out on the God. farm?
0: What? What? Yes, they totally do. Oh
1: shit, I'm getting married tonight.
0: <laughs> but I need but help. Well, here's the deal though. Is like I don't want to tell you what you're going to need the void mayonnaise for, but like Oh my shit. god. There's a lot of stuff that starts happening once I mean, and that's the other thing, right? Like like I'm assuming like all of us are in in the game obscenely wealthy, right? Like, you reach a certain point where just, like, it is impossible to not become ultra-rich. And you contrast that with, like, the abject poverty that you're in for the first year of playing the game, where you're, like, scraping by and you, like, pull up some random seeds while you're walking across a bridge and you're like, oh, thank God, this will get me six dollars and I'll use that to, like, you know, not pass out in the mines or whatever. And it really is this phenomenal illustration of how the rich get richer. You know, yeah, like the that's true, the exponential increase of your wealth. You get like a little richer, a little richer, a little richer, and suddenly, like I used to be psyched if I was making a hundred bucks a day. Yeah, and now I'm mad if I'm making less than fifty thousand. That
1: yeah, totally. that's a good day though. The um the abject poverty. My son, when he started playing, he was like, "You get two gold per sap," <laughs> and so he was like, "Sap <laughs> is the best." I've sold sap from. It. And uh, he got really, he got really mad because he gifted someone sap once, and they were like, "This is a terrible gift," and he was like, "But it's worth two gold."
2: All right, let me ask you guys this: Did you guys play video games before this?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. Now, I live with a video game producer. Like, I live with someone who does video games for a living. I have never in my life actually really played through a video game. My entire experience was I played a few. I I played, I mentioned Parapper the other day because I played that for one half an hour, one day ever. And I have maybe in my life played an hour of Katamari. And then I also tried to play L.A. Noir, but I didn't get that far because I couldn't figure out how to drive the car. So that's my entire video game experience. Full stop. So I don't really understand what video games are for. So I didn't really understand that I was supposed to be looking for any patterns. I was like, I'm here to break rocks and make mayonnaise, and that's awesome. And the fact that you're telling me that there's like a war going on and there's a soldier coming up with Piet. I- you're destroying my mind.
0: I thought I knew Stardew Valley.
1: All of these people, like, there are a lot of people with very sad stories. I didn't
0: know anything. Mayor Lewis is having an affair with Marnie, but he won't me? commit to her. Jesus.
1: That's an early what that's an early on to... one that reveals gonna... itself. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah.
2: leave. I'm just going to go. I don't even know why I'm here anymore. I'm just...
1: The mayor asks you... you to find right. his underpants, and he's like, yeah. can you please be uh, discreet about Okay, yeah, about the mayor
0: does ask that, but I, I just assumed that was kooky. But it turns out that they're in Marnie's bedroom. Marnie yeah. is, like, the older lady who sells you livestock and like but then later on you you overhear the mayor and marnie having a conversation outside the bar where she's like we can't go on like this i want to have a real relationship and he's like i can't it would undermine my authority as mayor of stardew valley and it's like incredibly i am clutching my head i'm I am
2: clutching my head. I thought we were l- looking for his shorts. I thought it was just like a funny little thing. And I've been looking along the side of lakes. Wait, no. Dan, yeah.
0: have you found, have you found Pierre's secret?
1: No, I have not bothered. Uh, oh, but Janice just did. I, I do. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Janice just unlocked it. I'm really bothered Pierre. I find Pierre to be a drag. It's interesting to me. All the dudes in Stardew Valley are bummers. Like, uh, I'm just like, I don't have time for any of you, but I have no time for anyone now. Like, I spent a lot of year two trying to get, like, as many hearts as possible with everyone to unlock the little things. And year three, I am just, like, fucking milking cows and making cheese and making money. That's all I care about in year three.
0: All right. I I mean, I, I, I think that that's about right. Like, I spent year one trying to find my footing. Year two trying to get to 10 hearts with everybody. And now in year three, I just want to like make fucking cheddar. You know, I want to, I want to be a King of Stardew Valley.
2: I feel like this explains so much of where we all are in life. And I am, I am the failure of the group, but did I mention I have a basement?
1: I just got the basement. The basement is awesome.
0: When you have the basement, you also get the second story. And I don't know if you guys. No, noticed you have to get the, the second... second
1: story before the basement.
0: Oh really? Those oh, are you're separate right.
1: upgrades. Yeah.
0: Well, so you've noticed that the second story has a kids' room, right?
1: Yeah. So get married, I... have babies. I I avoided getting that upgrade for a long time, and it wasn't until Maureen. I think it was actually couple episodes back up says who where you mentioned that you had a basement i was like there's got to be a way to get a basement i avoided it because it said it had a nursery and i was like i have kids in real life i don't need kids in stardew fucking valley um but yeah now i have a second floor i don't use but i did get a basement this is
0: amazing if you don't like your kids There is a way, and Dan, you are definitely not there yet. There's a way, if you don't like having kids in the game, that you can turn them into doves and they fly away. What? (laughs) Did I mention I have a basement? This shit is dark. It's really dark. This is dark shit.
1: Well, I haven't seen it because I have not gotten to know the mayor well enough, clearly not well enough at all. But my son mentioned that there is a divorce book in his in his office. So is it possible to get divorced or is that just sort of a.
0: It is possible to get divorced. And then the person who was your spouse hates you and is mean to you whenever you interact. Can
2: we can we just talk one second about the librarian and the dumb fucking gifts he gives you? All right, so Ugh. I I built my basement, as I mentioned. And then I built the second story. So I have these empty rooms, but I don't know what the fuck to do with them. And so I just shove shit up there. Like, th- So every time you find an artifact, you give it to the library where you know every once in a while they give you something like they just he takes it he's like thank you and every once in a while he gives you a gift and I was like money or something it's like no he's like I gave you a bear statue and so you've got you're carrying when you walk around Stardew Valley you have the yeah. thing that you're carrying on your head so like every once in a while like you're fucking walking around with a bear statue on your head like oh I got this fucking bear statue and then it's just shit that you can't even fit in your house and one day he gave me a drum machine and so I'm walking around with a little drum machine on my head and I was like "What? The, what? The, what the, where the shit to put this so i dumped it upstairs and I, i'm really bad at moving objects because i don't know how to play video games and so every time you walk past the drum machine it goes like you've hit a symbol and it's really annoying and i keep having to walk past it to go to my weird crates full of like the weird shit i don't know what to do with and it's like then this fucking drum machine goes off every time and i go up to dump and the drum machine goes off and i trip over a fucking bear statue or a giant fucking crystal what is he giving you this shit for? That's what I want to know.
0: I have I have an entire like closet crate that where I just keep the crap that I don't want that like because they won't know. let you trash it or sell it. So like that's where the bear statues are, like the weird giant blue teddy bear. There's, like all sorts of very yeah, strange like, stuff. Yeah, your
2: your living room. You can't get to your dumb TV because your TV. I didn't even realize was a thing for a while. Like you learn to cook from your TV, or you get like visions of the future. Yeah, Queen
1: of Sauce. The queen of Sauce.
2: She's like, This is how you make a cranberries. And you know, that when you eat stuff, it always asks you the phrase, Would you like to eat a, no matter if it's singular or plural. So or it says eat a cran eat a blank. So if you eat a cranberries, it says eat a cranberries. And that is now my kind of phrase for any time I'm not sure what to eat. I say, eat a cranberries? Um but, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to eat your shit in order to keep going or you'll die in the mine. More than once I've been found passed out with shit out of my bag and because I didn't eat enough. It's the story of my life. You guys probably never passed out in a mine. Oh, all the time.
1: I, I passed out a bunch, especially I think early I, on. Constantly. I feel
2: like you're just saying that to constantly. make me feel better. Just the way you're saying it, you're like, what?
1: Ah. It took a long time for us... Like especially Janice. Janice would pass out from working almost every day and it took a very long time till she finally realized that, oh, if you pass out the next day you have less energy than normal, right? So she just was getting like Less and less and less energy. Her first year was really hard. It was just a lot of passing out. She, she almost attempted to, to, to date the doctor in the hopes that she could get a discount on her uh, being picked uh, up and brought back to your house at night by the doctor.
0: I did the same thing. I totally respect that move. I also tried very hard to like sit at the table in pieces of people's houses to be like, feed me, I can't afford food, and I don't understand how to get energy. Cause I didn't realize you could like eat the like grass that you pick up. You can like eat daffodils. And I was like, shit, like you are so poor. You are literally like picking dandelions from next to the sewer and eating them. And now here I am like a millionaire making my yeah. Oh man, Ancient that reminds fruit, me. Have,
1: wine. have any of you explored the sewer at all? I have not. I, have I forgot the sewer exists.
0: Oh yeah, guys, sewer is amazing. Sewer is real cool. Oh my god, you know everything.
2: Jesus, Helen. I feel like it just. I feel like Starter Valley is revealing exactly who we are. It's like Dan has successfully made a bunch of stuff. Like he's proceeding in like a very logical fashion. Like everything is like going well. Everything is well run. Like the everything is stable. Helen has like mastered every fucking you know, three-dimensional chess level of this, and she's been there for... F- she's. So you're the person who shows up, and five minutes later is like, well, that person's fighting with that person, and that person is this and that. And I am the person... Well, I'm extremely goal-oriented. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can pick up rocks. I can pick
1: up rocks, everybody. <laughs> uh...
2: Uh, i'm like all of these people are crazy i don't want to talk to any of them because i think they've all i think they're all nuts i live in new york so that's like a very like head down don't talk to anybody the people around you are crazy do not talk to them
0: i also live in new york to be clear and like i don't talk to anybody i just like to master situations i don't know but you are originally from the
1: midwest
0: it's true. I am a I'm a Chicago Philadelphia, who lives in
1: New York. You're really onto something, too, because the additional factor of this is, is my 12-year-old son, who in all of year one, he would wake up, watch TV, he'd maybe put in an hour fishing, then he'd go to the spa for like a few hours, then he'd step out and fish a little. It was like, oh, this is exactly how you would play this game. Yeah,
2: and occasionally, like, fuck it, I'm going to bed at 2.30 in the
0: afternoon.
1: I did that a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because it makes your, uh, if you're brewing wine or beer, it makes it process right. faster.
1: Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. Or I can... if
0: you're making a lot of mayo.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to figure out, like, when you're early in the game, you don't have to figure out how to feed yourself for half the day. <laughs> if you just go to bed at two. Yeah, you're not. You're like, ma- you're, can I eat maybe seeds? your seven carrots will be done, you know?
2: Can I eat sticks? <laughs> eat, a, eat a sticks? Yeah, you will just try to shove everything in your mouth. My favorite image of this is Helen busting into these these little houses, going, "Can I just sit here? Do you have any food? <laughs> <laughs> what do you a Spaghetti? That looks good. You want a? You want a handful of grass? <laughs> I got I cut some. I cut some fiber.
0: Can I eat it? No, it's just some hay. I mean, you know, you I gotta think... do what you gotta do to stay alive in Stardy Valley. I think
2: that what we really discovered is that um, Helen is just better than us.
1: I think we already knew that, though.
0: I I feel uncomfortable with this assessment. I will say that while we were sitting here, while we were sitting here, right this very second, um, I just got an alert on my phone that I got an email from the New Yorker um, with their like daily story roundup, and the headline is gender discrimination in Silicon Valley, but I read it as gender discrimination in Stardew Valley.
2: Uh, I've been doing that too. Do you
1: you all have the thing Uh, where whatever the season is, you expect that's what it's going to be outside?
0: yes yeah and if I'd... it's raining in the game yep. and i like look up and it's a sunny day i'm like what is going on and I... also the other day my husband asked me what time it was and i was like it is 3:20 p.m <laughs> and it was 11:04 in the morning yeah
1: yeah yeah janice looked out the window today we have like some um like ornamental grasses right outside and they've gotten crazy because it's the end of the year and she was like oh i should run out and cut those down <laughs> and she was like wait no that's in stardew valley <laughs> But, yeah, the winter especially, every every winter I expect it to be snow-covered outside when I look outside. It is eerie how much it gets in your brain.
2: Yeah. Every day in – that's nice because every day in winter in Stardew is beautiful and snowy. Um, You also have to hit the ground with a hoe all the time because if you find some worms, they'll give you, like, books. Ugh. That's the other thing is worms give you books. Yeah.
1: I fucking – every if time you, like, I get a book, I get so mad. And I, I'm mad at the treatment of the book, but I'm also mad because I wanted to get something better than another book.
2: But you can't eat it. I've tried. You can't eat it. You can't make mayonnaise out of it. And if you can't make mayonnaise out of it, I'm not interested in it. I try to make mayonnaise out of everything. Apples, books, sticks, bits of coal. Can't fucking make mayonnaise out of any of them. But
1: you can, you can, do you have the preserve pots? The, 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 like, fermentation pots?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to make pan, I've tried to make jam out of them. I tried to make mayonnaise jam. Dan, I'll try anything. (laughs) I think mayonnaise is mayonnaise jam. mayonnaise is
1: mayonnaise jam. You can only make mayonnaise out of eggs. I tried to double
2: it. I can try. God damn it, I'm going to try. Any food I make, I make a burger, I try to put it in the mayonnaise pot. If it doesn't fit in the mayonnaise pot, I try to put it in the preserve pot. I don't know how video games work. It's possible I don't know how anything works, but I have a basement. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh.
2: I think that Helen is just better, just way more...
0: I mean, I'm, I'm also cheating, right? To be clear, I am looking at Stardew Wiki like all the time. You don't like, have to, you don't have to backslide. I don't think that's don't cheating. No, no, no. I'm very happy out. to be better, but I'm also like using, I'm using assistance, right? Like, I,
2: I, I, you know. See, I don't want to read it because it interferes with my weird agenda of what I think the game is about. So what I think it's about is mayonnaise and rocks
1: and avoiding people. But that's what I love about it is it can just be the mayonnaise and rocks game. Like, all of the other stuff doesn't matter. If you are enjoying Mayonnaise and Rocks, it's totally just able to be that game.
2: Everybody enjoys Mayonnaise and Rocks. Like, like, yeah,
1: you can
0: focus on whatever you want. Yeah,
1: like, not only do, do do you find Stardew Valley when you need it, but it meets you where you are.
0: But I I do think that Marina's right, that, like, these game th- this game tells you who you are also. Like, it meets you where you are, but it also tells you who you are. Like... I'm an obsessive completionist, right? Like, I want there to be a secret game behind the game, and I look for it wherever I can. Maureen is obsessed with mayonnaise and rocks. Like, yeah, no, I, it, we we opened Stardew Valley looking for entertainment, and instead we found ourselves. Well, Whoa. there's this
2: whole other component about, sh- I, I, I had two revelations. I actually had more, I just don't remember them all. So that's another thing. But one was that I'm like, oh, when I realized I had to talk to people, I'm like, and so you do in life, Maureen. Just get out more and walk and talk to people. Like, I really had that thought. Okay, so have I really did. Now everyone you meet um,
1: in real life, you have, like, a big <laughs> backpack full of mayonnaise. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm like, would you, like, eat a mayonnaise? And I <laughs> give them mayonnaise. And then I try to marry them.
0: Maureen, I Can I marry this, you? I have, like, like, three years ago, I had, I, I was at this, like, jewelry fair thing and this woman was doing custom engraving on these like cheap brass bracelets and I had her do an engraving on this bracelet that I wear really frequently on the inside where only I know it's there and it says ask people questions about their lives
1: that is awesome
0: because I literally forget to do that Yeah.
2: and that's what I think Stardew I was like Maureen stop and talk to the people stop and talk to them and other the other thing is it's actually just a whole lesson on how important it is to support the community, <laughs> really? because there is a chain store that sells this like it's like Juku Joku Cola
0: or whatever. There's JoJo, a- Mart. JoJo Mart, yeah. JoJo Mart. Oh, this. And is... if you shop at JoJo yeah. Mart, oh, I mean, I I'm have assuming. I have not spent a, a penny at JoJo no, Mart.
1: No, me neither. Oh, I'm
0: ass- I'm a- never. I've never even been in it.
1: I went in once because I I got a cherry bomb and I let the cherry bomb off in JoJo Mart and nobody cared.
0: Oh, see, oh. okay. That is Can some, I just, that's like you're 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 a Stardew Valley terrorist. Yeah. I mean, I respect it like in the good way.
2: We have just found out Dan's tale. Like if, if we're using Stardew Valley to divine personalities like we're using the steak thing, we have figured out we have just I was looking for Dan a little bit a second ago when I was trying to describe that we would figure out who he was. And now we found it. Jojo Mart is like the big Walmart store. And if you go there, if you shop there, the community dies like the like the local store will shut down. So apparently none of us will go. No, will shop there. But Dan, the fact that you went in there and sourced a bomb that you're supposed to use to kill monsters in the mine. But you tried to set it off in much the same way that I try to make mayonnaise out of everything. You tried to blow up the Jojo Mart. Yeah, We found it. We found who you are, Dan. That's exactly who you are.
1: Uh, Similarly to uh, you, Helen, I did not know that there was like a tally that you could find out what your relationships were with people and that there were single people and then there were others. And for a while, uh, mainly because she was nice to me and she gave me a cauliflower when I was very hungry. I was I was. Uh, Oh, you got a colorful? I was befriending Jody, who is married. And then I had a cutscene with her and she gave a long thing about how much she likes Jojo Mart, and it was like she is dead to me now.
0: Whoa, whoa. I've never
1: done another favor for her since.
2: Wow. Oh wow, that's
0: dark.
1: Yeah. And Pierre, who's fucking closed on Wednesdays, goddammit. Uh I still only oh, shop why at Wednesdays,
0: man. Yeah, that's Somehow
1: it manages to be that Wednesday is the day that I need fucking everything.
2: Okay, but I have a very important question uh that you guys will clearly know the answer to because you figured everything out. What are hats for?
1: I haven't figured Nothing. that out yet. The merch... not you can are always... for anything.
0: I think they're okay. just for like you get to talk to that weird cool mouse that owns the hat store. Yeah, there's like you can buy hats.
1: Yeah. For you can buy a lot a of money. Stuff. Those are some overpriced yeah. hats. Let's face facts.
2: I know, but when you're rich, that's the thing is that you buy dumb stuff when you're rich just to spend your money because it's just piling up. And that's another lesson. I, but we buy things we don't need.
1: I bought my character has a large green afro and I bought a hat from the mouse hat and I don't have an afro now. And I know I could just take the hat off, but I bought it. And so I keep it on, and it makes me sad every time. And I think that's part of why I like going into the sauna is because then I have my big green afro again.
2: You are a prisoner of your possessions who's tried to blow up the Jojo Mart, and you feel bad. Your possessions are holding you back, Dan.
1: It's true. It's Want true. You take that hat. It. It's true. Take it's that hat. It's true in Stardew, and it's true in life.
2: Try to make mayonnaise out of it. That's my my slogan. What
1: are your character's names? Helen. Oh!
0: Oh, I'm very boring. My character's name is Helen, and she has purple hair.
1: What about you, Maureen? Squazbat. Nice. Mine is Shackleton.
2: Whoa! She's an expeditioner.
1: Nah, he's just—he's got. Does a, you go to Antarctica. He's got a big handlebar mustache and a big afro.
0: Oh my! Oh my god! And a
1: skull t-shirt.
0: I was wearing the skull mask for a long time. What the what? You get like it, if you uh, if you kill enough of certain guys in the mine, you get rewarded with a skull shit. mask with glowing this red eyes. And I wore goal. that for all oh of year my two. God.
1: Oh, I want that real bad.
2: I probably got it and put it down because you get you get all this shit that it's like, do I don't need another pair of these boots? These boots are no good. I got a hole, and then I go and I put them in my shit room and I walk past the drum machine. It goes, pff, every single time I walk past it when I fill it with hats and bear statues and fucking
1: wooden swords and bone swords. I and... love this game so much. It's such a good game. Uh, we could literally talk about Stardew Valley for hours, but I think that we need to wrap this conversation. Uh,
0: so we can go play more Stardew Valley?
1: Exactly. I'm like, I need that skull well, mask, like, pronto.
0: What we've learned is that
2: Dan founder of Punk Planet, is going to take down the Jojo Mart and feels pretty penned in by his possessions and wishes he didn't have them. He has them. He has money. He doesn't feel comfortable with it. Helen has worked out every system almost at once. Her goods are of a high quality because she's already talking about making truffle mayonnaise. So, I mean, like, clearly she's gone. She's a gourmand. She knows what's good in life. She's worked out every system. She's got her finger on the pulse. And soon she will take control of Stardew Valley. Me, I got rocks. I got mayonnaise. I got hats. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with anything. And I got a drum machine.
1: Ah. Uh god i love that's this the game. summary that's it that's yeah. all thank you helen thank you happy
2: th- and happy thanksgiving everyone happy thanksgiving Play some stardew valley
1: happy stardew the giving
0: eat a cranberries
1: want nothing more than to go play Stardew Valley right now.
2: I may never play again.
1: You gotta do it, Maureen. Move past the rocks and the mayonnaise. Start to talk to people. It's a good lesson for life. I know it's talk a good lesson Talk to people, for get to know them. They're not all boring or dicks. Some of them are alright.
2: I know, and I would like to know That's their secrets. That's also
1: true in life. Yeah.
0: I
2: mean, Yeah. Maybe I'll try. We'll see how there Thanksgiving go. goes. Maybe when I get this book done.
1: Yeah, you are you are writing. You dropped me a line the other day, and you were like, "I am on a five thousand word a day schedule." Yes. That made my head hurt when I read that.
2: Yeah, it's a drafting schedule. It's, it's not great. <laughs> it happens. That is
1: a that is some words, Maureen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it probably explains, like, why all the headaches and stuff, but, you know.
1: (laughs) You're getting there. Gotta
2: get out more, Dan, but not yet. Not yet, Dan. And when you're stuck inside like me, writing 5,000 words a day, it's good to have Blue Apron, a sponsor of this podcast. They are not. They aren't
1: a sponsor. uh,
2: Dan, I have pulled up the... Blue Apron website, and I'd like to go through a couple. I just want to point out a couple of this week's recipes because Uh, we're in Thanksgiving mode and we're talking about food. All right.
1: We apologize, Blue Apron.
2: No, listen. When they hear me talk through some of this, I think they're going to really be... Okay.
1: That's not...
2: Okay, one of the dishes this week is cabbage and sage pasta with roasted acorn squash That's horrible. And hot honey.
1: Oof. What? All, All right. You made that part of no, it. No. The hot honey you made it. I up. didn't.
2: Cabbage and sage pasta. When you like sage, with roasted acorn swash Ew. and oh. hot Why are we doing honey. This and to
1: ourselves. Okay, the
2: one thing I will say about this dish as a culture is that this is some cheap ass shit. Like, very few things are going to cost less than cabbage and some pasta. Like, that is like. Hot honey, though. That is. Okay, that right there is 30 cents worth of food. Then. You do get a roasted acorn squash, sixty cents, uh, maybe a dollar, dollar fifty. Let's just call it two dollars to be generous.
1: No, oh, Lord. The
2: hot honey, sure. I they're mean, they're never
1: gonna give us any money. I mean,
2: I think it sounds weird, but okay. Let's look at they some. They
1: literally of th- give every trash podcast money. Uh, there
2: are other dishes.
1: Not us. There are
2: other dishes. We never. have. Here's one you might enjoy. Hmm. Spicy chicken That's quesadillas.
1: Just seems like a bad idea. That is some, this whole. This seems not great.
2: Again, this is some cheap ass food. I mean, a little chicken and a quesadilla. I mean, it only also looks like you get two quesadillas for like four people.
1: The only thing we've got going for us is that the company is going out of business. So maybe they won't hear this before they sue.
2: Look, if you're just looking for pure convenience, you don't care about packaging or the earth or anything like if you want to pay $10 for a cabbage and pasta, which is worth about 30 cents, then I think this is actually a really good value. (sighs) How am I doing?
1: I just i'm I'm deeply uncomfortable.
2: Dan, I've told you about my aunt who had the bird who committed suicide. She liked to eat they liked to eat at three thirty to four pm just to get it over with, as they would say, and they would serve uh, all their food on paper plates so you could just put it in the trash. and um, their favorite salad was chopped up iceberg with a slice of tomato and plain mayonnaise. Oof. Oof. And I feel like. What? mm Mm-hmm. That was what Uncle Jerry called. Salad. Yeah. And then you'd eat it all. Just
1: like glomped on top? Yeah. Like a mayonnaise glomp.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. It was a healthy diet. And maybe something that's a little idea for Blue Apron is if you're looking for like a side salad, you can have some iceberg lettuce and tomato and just a glop of mayo on top. I mean, why the fuck not? You're giving people like a single mushroom and cabbage pasta. So, you know, go for it blue apron there's a dish i just made you a dish happy thanksgiving our theme music yeah just
1: our our theme music maureen just trying
2: to make people hungry
1: our our theme music is performed by ted leo who is
2: vegan and and he wouldn't eat the cheese but he could definitely have that sage and cabbage pasta not the honey that's not vegan no hot honey for you ted
1: that seems like a bonus our logo is designed by the one and only Darth.
2: Darth's a red panda. He mostly eats bamboo and french fries.
1: It's true.
2: Uh, Dan, am I allowed to mention something of my own? Always. All right. You know, I, you know, who Whovians, I feel bad, but if any of you like books, I have a book. Hold on.
1: What? Wait, stop. What? Do it from the top without feeling bad. <laughs> I can't. You can. Maureen, have pride in your work. It's
2: amazing. I I do. I just don't want you to feel obligated to anybody. I don't want you to feel like this is kind of hard. set. All right, fine. I have two books coming out next year. She does. I have a mystery that's coming out in January. I think you'll like it. If you don't, it's fine. But I'm doing a pre-order campaign, and one of the stores, which I have information up on my Twitter... I have I'll have information all over my website, which is being redone. Can,
1: we'll also link it up in the show notes.
2: But uh, one of the stores I'm doing, you can pre-order from Books of Wonder in New York or Blue Willow Bookshop in Houston because I really wanted to use a Houston store, local because that is awesome. Nice. Then these are both local bookshops, and they're great. And uh, you know, that's just money right to like a great great local businesses, and you get a signed book and a super cool sticker for Maureen Johnson's Detection Club. Look at that. You that is awesome. You don't have to.
1: But you can. If you want it. And I will say, because Maureen often embarrasses me about my own work. Which you should order! I, I recently started rereading Maureen's Shades of London oh, trilogy. Man, Dan, and doing? they are fantastic. Dan, why are you doing and this? you all, if you need a good holiday read, if you're home with friends... Or not with friends. If you're home alone, if your friends have all gone home and you want to cuddle up under warm blankets with a spooky book, they're good. They're great. Contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter Or join our Says Who podcast group on Facebook. You can find out about it by going to slash Says Who podcast on Facebook. And you can always email us at hey, H-E-Y, at sayswhopodcast.com. And I'm going to say, email or tweet us or stick it in the Facebook group. Screen grabs of your Stardew Valley character.
2: Oh, and the Facebook group is really just... Kicking and it's great, and everybody there is having a good time. So you should definitely go over and join it. Oh my god! Another one of the recipes that they're doing is literally just pasta with tomato sauce. <sighs> I'm trying, Dan. I think that we will get sponsorship yet.
1: I don't think we ever will.
2: Well, happy Thanksgiving. It's okay though. Eat a cranberries. Yeah.
1: Eat a cranberries, everyone. From my basement in Chicago. I'm Dan Sinker. From the Blue Apron Warehouses, I'm Maureen Johnson. I, look, I'm just, I know. It's not.
2: If if you dream it, it will happen. But it seems like a, if that's our dream. I didn't say we had good dreams.
1: (sighs) Ah. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker.
2: I am in a closet in New York, and I am Maureen Johnson. And this
1: is... We just talked for like an hour. Not about any of that person. Oh. That was great. Oh, man. He's... I feel the tension in my neck relaxed
2: He's probably already. having a beautiful Thanksgiving dinner of just a hamburger, ketchup gravy, a big bowl hey, of ice cream. you I- getting
1: close to talking about him right now. Big
2: bowl of ice cream. Five slices of pie.
1: (sighs) Fuck that guy.